Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Vinyl Divers. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen, and I am just chilling here at Network Headquarters, the BICBP Radio Network. With me, what other network would I be at, obviously? Shit. Yeah, I'm in the right place. So, I got a cool episode today. I did a uh, Blind 45. I had friend and producer toss me a 90s single hit A and B side because he's been pushing me this 90s grunge way. And I'm like, send me it. And I I don't know if this is really considered grunge. Side B was kind of, I'll get there. Anyway, it's been a great time. And I'm sorry I've been gone for about a month or two. It was really busy, but we're going to get back on track, hopefully. We're going to get back into the flow. Figured what better way to be back, to come back, than with a 45, blind, blind 45. And, you know, my music taste has changed a bit since I was here. So we're going to get into it with the 90s feel, I think. We'll just see where it goes from there moving forward. So I did a Blind 45 of the band Sponge. And never heard of them before. I lie. I, I think I've heard of them before. I think it was maybe Chris that, entered, that told me that he played a song by them. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember if it, I'm thinking of a different band. If that's if that's true that he didn't, then yeah, this is my first impression of them. And they're not bad. Um, I was expecting, just because of my music taste lately, I was expecting something heavier off the bat. And the side A that he gave me was their song, Molly, 16 Candles. See, dude, take it in the bath. Cigarette stains on your hands. Flowers in a van. I ask, how are you? Yeah, how are you? I see the lipstick on your glass. I see your drunk eyes start to laugh. I found your notes letters And I had my notes written right here, and what I think of it, it's not what I was expecting. I, Especially when I got told the band name Sponge, I was expecting something heavier, more grunge, more attitude. But then this song also did have emotion, but it had this almost punk folk guitar sound going for it in the beginning. And it kind of picks up and then gets into it. It kind of gets a little heavier, a little bit more punkish. But the vocal with the lyrics had some emotion to them. And then it picks up this more upbeat feeling. Um... Sounding quality of the vocals, I felt like the singer. I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a duo, or if it's one guy and he sings two sings over himself and does layering and he has two different styles of singing. But I felt like I had one singer that had more of the southern draw, but then there's this other singer or this other vocal sound that comes through that's this gnarly, gnashy, um, grunge ish. Sound like maybe this is '90s, but I honestly don't know because. I don't think I could place this in an era. It's got this uh, attitude feeling, kind of like the guitar playing just has this drive to it. And that's what's making me feel like it's more of this 90s punk going. But then the guitar with the folk punk thing going, I don't know if it's 90s. I, I honestly want to look more into their more into this band's music. Because if that's the case and there's more of this folkish direction, I can get into this right now. I feel like that's kind of where I'm going musically. 
no, I've been noticing myself listen to more out there music. Um, this artist that recently was brought up to me by name of Shaky Graves. Dude's a punk folk solo crazy hobo folk is what I what he was described to me as, and I was digging it. So I feel myself going kind of through a music transition here, and I was digging the side A, and then I was given side B, which was their song "Cowboy Eyes." Cowboys or taste of it. And what was really cool about it is that after I got done hearing it, producer and fact checker friend Chris over here let me know that that's actually one of the rare B-sides that it's not on any other album and it's very rare to get to get a copy of it. So it was cool to kind of that be this one of the songs I was introduced to because if I was told to go listen to Sponge, I probably would honestly go download the first two albums and their most recent album. And that's how I would listen to them, kind of get the taste of what they were, where they are now, and I'd work through the middle. So I don't know if I would ever come upon that song. And I'm really glad that I did because it was cool. This intro guitar, when the drum kicks in, it's giving me this night, this 2000 early vibe, which makes me think maybe it isn't 90s, maybe it's some modern 2000, maybe it's like some early 2000s. And then the singer, his voice on this one, they're hard because they're they're pulled back and mute and almost like not muted, but the levels of his vocals are quieter. So I don't know if that's intentional or it was with maybe the recording situation and was maybe this one of their earlier recordings as a demo. I don't know. I'd be interested to find out. And then actually listening to the vocalist on this song, he reminds me of Creed, almost like maybe if the guy that's singing for Creed heard this and he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to sing like that. That's kind of what I'm getting from this song. It's not bad. It's, it's different than the first side, but then it also has this upbeat rhythm guitar and it's unsettlingly good because the first song was all major, all really happy, more sounding more. This side was more minor, more of this, um, I don't know, it's more of a sad sound to it, but then it had this upbeat guitar that sounded more, just had this upbeat guitar that was almost unsettlingly good. And then it ends with this beautiful fade out. And it was like, wow, this is a great, like I haven't tried to go out of my way to go find a single to listen to in a while. And to be able to get something this cool and fun and innovative and different off the bat, Kind of makes me feel how I, maybe when I first found the Oz or the A's, 
still don't know how to pronounce them t- correctly. Their single, the um, the seventy eight kind of in between, where it was kind of up steady, upbeat, but then it was kind of ska, but it was also kind of just some eighty synth and techno ish pop. It's just very. I don't know if I can classify these guys based on the single alone. I definitely would have to try and listen to more of them or maybe read about their bio to maybe these are just two odd songs that don't fit the norm for their sound. Uh, that's it's good and bad. It's really bad because when you find a band, you like this one odd quirky song that they put out and you're like, I hope I, the, their music sounds like this and it doesn't. And that's just one of their one hits. This one, I'm, I'm really curious to see what their full album sounds like. Um, if there's an album that, of theirs that you recommend, let me know. I'll I'll go into it. Maybe if it's good enough, then I'll go buy that the 33, and we can review the album on the episode. I really appreciate that. But apart from that, guys, everyone, that was that was Final Divers for today. Thanks for jumping in, joining in, hanging out, and uh, just listening to a little quick 45. No, they're not all they're not all that big, but I'll see you guys next week. Uh, thanks for diving in.